The views and opinions expressed by the producers, hosts, and guests of Flash Black Radio do not necessarily represent the views and opinions of Flash Black or its parent company. Listener discretion is advised. An effervescent, off that crescent ass is a full-grown German shepherd. Motherfucker, keep stepping. They don't play with me, and they won't. Won't. Something, 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 and they don't. Don't. Pay your fare, <laughs> fix your hair, show that pussy. Got Prada for my boot knockers and diamonds for my badissi. What's up, people? It's a shit you might have missed. <laughs> this is T. Rich bringing in the show like I always do. Um, it's Labor Day weekend, so the libations are flowing. And I did drugs earlier. Sitting to the left of me is... <laughs> SW. Oh. I, I did not do drugs earlier. Oh. The, the day is young. Uh, well, yeah. yes. You're supposed to say slim. I'm going to do drugs now. Oh, slim. I'm going to do drugs now. <laughs> and that was, I'm Slim Williams, and I approve this message. So. Coming to us live from somewhere. Okay, Savage. On the other side of the bar. Um, da Vinci Parks, a.k.a. Lee Bennett the third. Why does she always sound like she's like surprised when she gets announced? <laughs> she's, like, she's always like, oh, K-Savage. Oh, okay, oh, like, hey, like, hi, friends. I didn't realize we were doing this. Because <laughs> I've been, be doing other things. All right. Well, today's date. Is September. 3rd. 2018, year of our Lord. Yeah. Annual Domini. Uh, yeah. Speaking of doing other things. <laughs> <laughs> Transition. Season one of Aretha Franklin's funeral aired on. <laughs> wow. <laughs> aired on Friday. Season one. Yeah, I saw. I already saw the memes with the like the book, DVD book, um, DVD. Uh, My mother called me at five thirty in the evening, talking about some. I'm still watching. I was like, first of all, watching what? She was like the funeral. I was like, Pew's funeral. She was like Aretha Franklin. I was like, that is still happening. She was like, yes. Yeah. So I was like, good luck with that. You could also get paraphernalia in the parking lot if you wanted to. Selling, selling stuff. It was, um, it was a lot. It's a little ridiculous. It was. Um, aside from going on for what, like 8, 10, 12, 36, 48 hours? I think the official count was right around eight and a half hours. That's like actual church. Are nah, you fucking that was, kidding me? That, that, was, that was a revival, is what that was. Yeah, that's definitely a tent. No, a tent no, yeah, yeah. That was a revival, but yeah. No. Were there snacks? No. No. It's not enough candy in the purse to make that happen. Because it's just hard candy and it's old. Mm-hmm. And it's, then been it's, been it's been half sucked. And then if you famous and in the front row, you trapped? Yeah. yeah. There was or, a- or you on the pulpit. <laughs> you on a dais? Which is worse. Ooh. No, being in the pulpit is worse. So let's just, you know, being on a wade into that. Wait, my schedule set. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think you should lead into hours. that one. I think you should lead into that one. So Ariana Grande was... You know, somebody who lent her voice. Uh, shout out to what? Fantasia. Whenever Fantasia kicks off her shoes, you know it's about, you know to, be about to happen. She's like the new Patty LaBelle with that. She kick is. shoes Wait, off. I, I don't understand. Ariana who? Grande. Grande. Did a what? <laughs> she was asked to lend her voice. I don't want to say she sang, but she oh, was why? asked to lend her voice. I don't know why. Uh, she's a big Aretha <laughs> Franklin fan. Um, and so she is did... my mama. 
Well, she does your mother have any yeah. Grammys? I don't. I don't. I, don't, I, I think Are there's we, a bar for this. I don't, Ariana Grande has Grammys. Probably. I don't. I mean, I don't, anybody I don't, I really don't follow nowadays. Her right now. I don't. She's got some hits. Yeah, she's she's definitely got like you know some notoriety though. People, you know, hits. you know, people are not going to confuse her for Taco Bell menu. Is what was well. Reverend Charles Ellis did confuse her as a part of a bad joke. He's like, when I saw Ariana Grande on the schedule, I thought it was a new menu item from Taco Bell. One, not funny. Two, also not funny is how he kept grabbing her titty. Side, yeah, he's getting to the side. Oh, he side. actually grabbed her titty. Yeah, it was oh, like, yeah. A, there's a picture of her where it's like, it's like, like right here. It's like so the he whole was, side, actually. He was holding her close in a side hug, and she looked visibly uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she was, but she looked uncomfortable, and she was trying to pull away. And so then he started, like, sneaking in. He was doing this situation here. You could see the fingers, like, nipple reaching, too. trying to get... They were definitely trying to get nipples. It was like, uh, I'm so close. I only saw the picture. Word. Honestly, I was only aware, made aware of this, honestly. Um, I was talking to a friend of mine, and she was talking about it. And uh, she was not as bothered by it as other people might have been, but... She looks at things differently than a lot of people. So hashtag know. church too. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Church yeah. niggas real dirty. There's that. Can Super we just dirty. talk about that? I mean, Super dirty. They real dirty. Y'all were just talking about it. Yeah, I, mean, I saw the video. I didn't see the the. I saw a photo also, I but I actually saw the video, and you could see those fingers. He was just he was praying to sweet baby Jesus, please just make these fingers like two inches longer, because again, church. Wow. Yeah. You know, it's always that nasty deacon that want to give you a, a hug and a, a kiss on your face. Oh, how your mama doing? How your grandma doing? Like, uh, uh, uh. But the other, the other part, the other side of the coin, though, was a lot of people were um, upset with the the shortness of Ariana Grande's attire. Um, while at the funeral, there was also that was also a thing. Well, that's ridiculous. It is. I, 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 I I'm, I'm just. Well, not just, familiar with black church to come in black church with you. There are rules. Hmm. There are rules. I, I'm, 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 I'm. I think I was, I was less bothered with her <laughs> skirt and um, more bothered with these grown ass men that don't know how to maintain themselves in a church like situation. I mean, yeah. If you even if she is in a short skirt, you can take a quick glance and roll that memory, roll that beautiful bean footage in your head while this 13-hour ceremony is going on. You don't have to like ogle her Bill Clinton. You don't have to grab her tit Charles Ellis. You don't have to all of y'all don't have to just be disgusting old men just oh. because you're disgusting old men. Do Bill, better, Bill be better. Bill Clinton kind of has to ogle her. That, that's be the, best I in the words of Melania. That's like, a, that's a Clinton rule. I, I think we that's a minimum baseline. I think that stuff. that's the least he can do. He was like actually the least offensive. He didn't get up and like sexually assault her. So well, I think that's his baseline. He try to like titty fucker with his finger, apparently, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is what happened. Titty fucker with his finger. What I'm hearing. Basically. I didn't see the video, but that's what it sounds like. It, the, the picture, the picture, it was not was not a, a good look. It's like there was a very telling picture. If you just looked at the picture again, I didn't see the video. Um, I. I I think he knew where his hand was. I'll just say that. And uh, uh, you know what a titty feels like? Like a bag of. Sand. I'm pretty sure he's felt a bunch of titties in church what before. What titties are you feeling? <laughs> what? It's what? Like, it's like a bag of sand. No, that's no. Just no. No, I'm the only one at the table that saw forty year old virgin. Thank you, thank you, Portia. Uh, oh, oh, okay. All right. That's um, how they knew. That's how he figured out. They figured out he was a virgin. 
because they were asking, they were talking about sexual encounters at the, at the poker like, table. It was just, it, it was and, just. And he was like telling them, they were telling them to describe. And then he was like, breast, it was like a bag of sand. And then the brother was like, wait, are you a virgin? Because <laughs> <laughs> obviously after someone describes a titty as a bag of sand, they have never had sex before. Well, they're like quick. speed bags. I get it. Uh, uh, so then just to, you know, continue with fuckery. Uh, what is this fool's name? Not Jared. What's the pastor's name? Help me. Help me, Jesus. <laughs> Jasper. Ironically, help me, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Jasper Williams decided to give us a, a eulogy in black respectability politics oh, and God. told us how, you know, I don't know what this had to do with Aretha Franklin. He started out like she was named the Queen of Soul, but she was named the Queen of Soul by God before this person actually called her the Queen of Soul. And black folks are losing their souls because they're not in the church. They need to find their way back to the She church. had a baby at 14 in the church. Next. She also had one at 12. But, you know, no one's judging the dead. Did she? I didn't know that. Yes. That's a lot yes. of, <laughs> had, a lot of young babies. She, yes. The reason why we don't know she had all these kids is because by the time she was for real famous in actual, like, R&B pop music is because they was grown. Her oldest son is 63. Right. Yeah, but I, I, I just didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know. Like, was that, was, what situation was that? Born I'm assuming out? fucking. That's usually no. I didn't know. There's like molestation involved. That's just like I just I didn't know. Like I don't. I mean, I, didn't get I don't that impression from okay. anything. Was she assaulted I read? or was she fast? Like was she she was fast. no. I think that I think the boys were her age. I don't. I don't yeah. think it was. Well, they were already popping off too. They were firing. damn at twelve. Firing like, <laughs> yeah, like that's impressive. Like, 12, I was a late bloomer, so I can't go by like y'all they can't go by me. Twelve gauge slugs at twelve. It was the fifties. Yeah, I was gonna say you can't do the pew pew because there was no silencer on that. There was no condom on that. They were placating up the Oh wow. Yeah, but he was basically uh talking about how, you know, just a lot of the black community ain't shit. You know, you raised by single parents and y'all ain't shit. Single moms don't know how to raise men and they trying to and they ain't shit. And uh, single moms aren't supposed to raise raise men. Men are supposed to raise men. Yes, that's exactly what he Going said. Going forward, anytime no, I'm, I'm here. Just, yeah, I'm just saying, like, also, it's supposed to be a dual. It's a dual process. Also, black on black crime. It should. Uh, I'm, 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 I don't want. Do we have to talk about that? It's a misnomer. Can we like just like just acknowledge that it was ignorant and just? I will simply say this: anytime somebody jumps out there who is of color and they start criticizing the black community. I'm gonna just like remind them of what happened to Bill Cosby. And be like, yeah, don't don't start popping off at your mouth about the black community when you got skeletons. Because when it goes down, you ain't gonna have no recourse. You're not gonna but have I- recourse for the black community or nothing when everybody find out what your what your filth really is. Filth, flarm, filth. Yeah, yeah. I feel like there's that, but then there's also we got science that says that like this shit ain't true. Mm-hmm. So we should- Stop just talking about shit that ain't true. Nope. We get upset when the police kill us and we want to march and rally and burn down community property. I mean. But there are black people killing black people every day and black lives don't matter. Black lives won't matter. Black lives can't matter. And a bunch of other black lives blank matter shit that he was spewing. 
It was a, who, it was a very who, hard forty. Look, I took a L so we could discuss this today. I watched forty eight minutes of this bullshit, and now nah, we gonna chat the fuck about this because I spent forty eight minutes that I can't get back. I could have been napping. Yeah, forty eight minutes of your life you can't get back. Yeah, you should have told us. I mean, I would, I would, you know, I would no, take the L for you. Nobody needs. But to those with you, people, I didn't know. I would say, you know, your whiteness is showing. Mm, your whiteness is showing. He said, "Whiteness is performative." When given the opportunity to apologize, he basically hit him with a Nene leaks and said, "I said what I said." Mm-hmm, I don't apologize it. for it. I mean, ninety percent of all you know reported, resolved, and I say resolved in quotes. Ninety percent of murders where there is a black victim were committed uh, by a black assailant, but. 85% of murders with a white victim were committed by a white assailant. Uh, 75% of all sexual assaults are committed by somebody the victim knows. Uh, people just hurt who's around them. They hurt who lives near them, in their neighborhoods, that you hurt who's close to you because that's who you have access to. Mm-hmm. So people just do what they do. And the victims are people who are around you or, or people you know. So it's not a race-specific thing. So unless there's a white-on-white crime or a friend-on-friend rape, unless you want to start like throwing those terms out there, black-on-black crime is a misnomer. It just, it, it's, just, it's inappropriately called that. Your problem, Heathen, you is that you have not end. found your way back to the church. You know what? You know what? Your soul is lost. That's what's wrong with America, your soul. But Jesus on the main line. Mm. I don't know nothing about that. <laughs> you got me there. He's on the main line. Did you call him up and tell him what you want? My phone cut off. Okay. That's because I ain't, got, I ain't got, got, you ain't got no soul. <laughs> Jesus, no, I got that hotline bling. I ain't got no minute. I know when that main line bling. That's what Jesus was. I don't know. No. Perhaps. I don't know. Everybody, everybody tells me if my sacrilege goes too far. This is. I overstep my sacrilegious sacrilegious yeah that's it I feel like that's how you need to wrap the show yeah that's it that was it sacrilegious wow this week in we just the name for the show today sacrilegious turning lemons into lemonade and my life that way let me just say this was not a lemon <laughs> Safari copped himself a million dollar dildo deal. Okay. They're going to make molds of his penis and sell them because if you saw the pictures, you know why. If you didn't, I don't know. Go buy one. Go go see it or something. I don't even like dick pics. I think that has been established, but I had to look at this and I was like, well, okay. Let's see. Pretty impressive. So look, don't let Nicki Minaj dragging you for two full days stop you from shining. Put your dick on the internet. You two can glow up. Hey, if I could make money off my penis. <laughs> I would not finish the statement. Huh? Finish yeah. the statement. Like, 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 I don't want him to. I feel like I feel like he had like three different ways he could have gone. With That's that. why he I want just him to figure it. out which way he wanted to go. It's rhetorical. I don't have to finish the statement. N- none of them. I want to hear. <laughs> I just want to be clear about that. It was, it was a rhetorical question. A rhetorical question. Yeah, wow. You are in a space, sir, <laughs> by yourself. All by myself. Yeah. It's one of my favorite places to be. All by myself. It's not lonely, it's liberating. 
Okay. Um, so we, uh, we, we we've had a conversation that we had brewing a couple weeks ago that we had not touched on. Do we, do we, do we dare tread into those waters? Uh, K Savage. There's an article by Boots Riley. Oh, not just. Well, I do have it queued up on my phone. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, would you like to lead this in and provide the background for those who are unawares of? Okay. So, Boots Riley, who did he write it? Yes, he wrote and directed. Uh, Sorry, Sorry to bother, bother you. Yeah. Wrote a scathing critter as a critique essay that he posted on Twitter about uh, Black Klansmen. Um, and so his issue is that it's basically a made up story because all of the heroic parts that make for good movies um, are just not true. Um, and that the deeper issue is that the guy, Ron Stallworth, who actually infiltrated uh, the Klan, learned these techniques while he was an operative for COINTELPRO for four years. And the issue with COINTELPRO is that its goal, as stated by the FBI, was to dismantle uh, Black radical organizations, whereas the goal of the FBI in terms of the Klan has only ever been to infiltrate, but never to actually dismantle. So they infiltrate white power groups, but they do not actually seek to dismantle them. And they actively seek to dismantle to this day, um, maybe not under COINTELPRO, but black radicalists or brown radicals, people, people who are advocating for any capitalism, uh, any poverty, any, anybody that's doing anything that might hurt, hurt a corporation's bottom line. Um, their groups are being infiltrated with the goal, uh, as stated by the FBI, to break them up, you know, and part of that comes from selling dissension. And the issue with COINTELPRO and Ron Stallworth is that um, while there is no, you know, proof over what he actually did. Ladies and gentlemen, we apologize. There was a brief power outage. So some of what Christy was saying was cut off. So we're going to pick up right where we left off. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening. So, excuse me, sorry. In finishing his critique, um, Booth Riley went on to talk about um, the hypocriticalness of Spike Lee. Well, he didn't actually say hypocriticalness. This is me. So I find it to be hypocritical that a man who spent most of the 90s and early 2000s, you know, actively and loudly protesting NYPD um, would then, you know, take $250,000 to do a PSA for them. You know, Boots Riley pointed out that he had taken this money to do a PSA and that, you know, it can't be, you know, just a coincidence that, you know, after all of a sudden being much cozier, you know, with a police department who he, you know, publicly detested for a long time, that he then makes a movie whose ultimate message is the police are our friends. And that's not necessarily something that, you know, history has proven to be true for um, any marginalized people. Yeah. So, <clears throat> one, I want to thank you again for for making that that Twitter uh, critique available to me. I wasn't aware of it, so I appreciate that. One, I did read it, um, as you know, because we discussed it a couple weeks ago. And in discussing it, I went back and 
subsequently saw Black Klansman again because I, I essentially saw it with a, another friend of mine. Um, f- for those who maybe didn't listen to the last podcast where we were discussing the actual movie, The Black Klansman, there's a portion of the movie that includes the uh, seminal, I don't want to call it a classic, but honestly, that I mean, it's, it's, it's the first full and silent film ever. It's uh, D.W. Griffith's A Birth of a Nation. Uh, or the birth of a nation, and um, it's uh, a, a fictional account of how the Klan came to be, and it's what actually caused the Ku Klux Klan to kind of have a resurgence—not kind of, but to have an actual resurgence in membership and and fervor and and sentiment and all that good stuff, and it restoked white fear and white rage. I don't know why people were so fucking angry when they. Anyway, I, I digress. So, all that to be said, this friend of mine had seen that movie with me so because that movie was in there i especially wanted to get her reaction and to be there when she saw the movie so we watched it and i saw it in a completely different light so the movie was still good technically in terms of how it was executed and it still uh brought certain things to light that i think are good conversation pieces and i thought it was still a good movie but it, it definitely left a different taste in my mouth so to speak there, there are two things that I thought were of note that were honestly the first time I saw it were kind of questionable to me. The, the first thing I saw that was that, that was um, questionable to me was actually it was three, but uh, one was the character played by John David Washington uh, was playing uh, Ron Stallworth as Stokely Carmichael, or at that point Kwame Ture. You know, did he believe that a revolution was coming and Stokely? Or, Kwame Ture leaned in and said, uh, get your guns, but there's a revolution coming and blah, 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 be prepared for so forth and so on. And honestly, that's from what I know, which I don't, I'm not saying is more than what Spike Lee knows, but from what I know and understand of Stokely Carmichael, aka Kwame Ture, that just didn't seem to be in line with the things that I've seen in terms of actual uh, speeches and uh, what I had seen to be in line with uh, just you know what I've read and, and heard from that particular individual. So I thought that was off base and that was a little off-putting. The other thing I thought was at the very end, there was kind of like this undercover sting to kind of to wrap the movie up where they did this undercover sting on a particular character, whatever, and sent him, like basically arrested him. And I'm like, you arrested him off of nothing? Basically, he said that, he, you know, he wished that, you know, you were dead as opposed to the the white supremacists. And I was like, that doesn't really make sense. That's not something that you can legitimately arrest my off of. So I just thought that was like fluff piece that was added in that didn't actually have any value or weight or merit. So I didn't like that either. I went with it because whatever. Um, there was another piece in there, but for those, again, who might not have seen it or whatever, I don't want to dissect the entire movie because there were three points that I saw when I first watched the movie. All that being said, I still think it's a good movie. I still think it's worth seeing. I still think it's good to have conversation. But um, I just, I just... Yeah, man. It, it, it the the thing that um, Boots Riley pointed out was okay. Like this dude was basically infiltrating this organization for four years. In the movie, it was portrayed as though it was one night. That's a vast difference, and that's a vast. You know, you can't paint yourself as a hero if you're basically subverting people for four years and decide you want to go another way, and all of a sudden it's, it, you just can't do that. So. That in and of itself was was uh, troublesome for me. So I'll Spike Lee responded with, "Oh, okay." 
That was his response? Basically. Okay. Basically, because he there's nothing to say. Right. I mean, the man didn't come out with, I feel a way about this, and just had a whole bunch of opinion. You know, he actually wrote an essay and listed point by point the issues that he had with the movie, why he had the issues with them. And so, I mean, what can you say to that other than, oh, okay. And I feel like just on a personal level, Spike should actually feel a little dumb, a little stupid, a little hypocritical, because he literally spent the better part of two decades saying fuck NYPD. And then you turn around and take a check and do some work for them. I would say it's three. Three decades at this point. Come on now. Right. Okay. So three decades you yeah. spent protesting these people, saying fuck you to them. Went so far as to on nine eleven give money to the fire department, but not the police department. But then you turn around and take some money and do a PSA for them? Nah. Look, all you have to do is like record dirty police officers and then they'll get arrested. Cause that's all it takes. Because we know how much that works. I do want to point out, though, that the police officer in Texas that shot the shot at the car full of teenagers um, who were driving away from him, although he said that he was, they were reversing towards him and he was in fear of the life of his partner. And his partner was like, I wasn't afraid. Yeah. Um, I wasn't in danger. Uh, he was Threw actually, him under the bus like that? Girl, he tossed him. He was actually convicted. And, you know, although 15 years is not enough in my estimation. That they actually convicted him. It's an actual conviction. It's an actual conviction, and the judge actually sentenced him to a real term of of imprisonment. Of a cop who was a cop at the time he committed the offense. Yeah, like that. I think that's a so I will. That's a moment. Yeah, I will applaud both the jury and the judge. Um, I love it. Yeah, I would have I would have liked more. And that's one of the things that we said when it happened because we did talk about it on the podcast that we would follow back up on it. So it was good that. Something tra- transpired. It wasn't just something else that was swept on the run. Unlike, uh, who's the lady who uh, shot Terrence Crutcher? Betty Shelby, who was white, was tried last year. That's why I love you. You already own it. In a criminal court in Tulsa County. She was acquitted of first-degree manslaughter and the shooting death of Terrence Crutcher. But the jury questioned her judgment as a law enforcement officer. So you know what she's going to do now? Tell you me what she's going to do, Slim. Walk in a, work in a smaller town? No, no, no. Uh, Check this out. This is even she's better. She's going to no. teach a class mm. for police officers who have been involved in shooting unarmed folks how to survive mm. the aftermath, how to shoot the quote-unquote Ferguson effect. Mm. Because she said, you know, after this happened, after I took this unarmed black person's life, I'm paraphrasing, um, life became really difficult for me. And... I would just like that for whole other, breathing thing is just so troublesome. And I would just daunting. like for other officers who shoot and killed unarmed people and face difficulties after to just know and be prepared how to deal with this. So I'm teaching a class. It's going to be over at the community college annex. I don't know where it's going to be, but have you or someone you know shot an unarmed black person? So my question is this: like, how many people they plan on shooting unarmed people? That you feel as though this is actually a class that you need to actually institute. Like, take how it many beforehand? Yeah, you yeah, just like yeah. sign up ahead. Indefinitely? Yeah. No, this is a thing. This is what she's going to be doing. So I'm trying to no, figure out. No, she, 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 they plan to shoot unarmed people indefinitely. Wow. You know what I'm saying? 
And so she going to teach this class until, you know what I'm saying, she can't teach it no more. Hey, look, murderers need to get their support, too. All right. Let's let's make sure they're going to move up several tax brackets off this class. Let's make sure that these cold blooded murderers get the help they need. We don't want them like living with the difficulties of. And then she's gonna get called in. She's gonna get called in and be able to collect consultant fees on individual cases. Be able to fly in and hold their hand and tell them what they should and shouldn't say. I faced many challenges that I was unprepared for, such as threats to my life by activist groups to loss of pay. My class is to help others by sharing some of the skills I used to cope with the stress of my critical incident. As law enforcement, we experience many critical incidents throughout our career. These tools that they hope to share are just a few to help them cope with the stress of the critical incidents they have had or will experience. So you don't have to have already killed somebody. Like if you just feel like murdering people is in your spirit, just go ahead and sign up now so that you can go ahead and be prepared. Take Operators are standing by. Cash, and classes are filling up fast. Mastercard, Visa, Discovery, Travelers, Treks, Rush cards. Nah, ain't taking rush cards. He sold that business before everything. You can open out. a corporate tab if your jurisdiction <laughs> is problematic. Hey, <sighs> this racism is killing me inside. Lemons, I mean, not really. Lemonade. It's just killing other people, and you just you know. Um, it's killing me on the inside. Yeah. It's killing other people's outside, literally. They're yeah. like actually not. Yeah. They're not the victims. Yeah. Betty. She was a victim. You know what? She wants to help other victims who have No Bell. No Bell. No Bell. No Bell. No. 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 Oh, okay. I don't. Like I like were we really supposed to cheer along with that? I don't know. I mean there were Trump supporters like Channing Nobel for him, you know, because he almost got uh, Kim Jong Un to, you know, nuclear uh, deproliferation. Like, yeah. He, they, well, there's they a whole problem. Nobel. Well, there's a problem because you know, um, allegedly, we'll use that term because you know we don't like to be sued. Um, allegedly, Trump made some some promises to Kim Jong Un in terms of what he was going to do. Mm. And it involved balls. And, 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 you know what? And, I didn't want oh to my god! It, but that's exactly what I was thinking. You know, you know, you know, Kim. Look, you know, I think you look really nice in that outfit. And I'm just gonna tell you right now, if we could get away from these nuclear weapons, I'm gonna make it really, really worth your while. That's you all I'm telling you. you it's gonna be. To, you have to hold the balls because it's yeah. cold in the basement. You know, we're gonna juggle. We're gonna juggle, Kim. All right, so. So he made, he made promises that he could not keep. And, and, so, and so he's he already wanted- asked betting. Basically, was like a, a, a known dictator and a known mad fascist dictator. Uh, yeah, so not necessarily I, the best best negotiating technique, but you know. I bet they fell out over the amount of gold in the proposed hotel. My guess is that Kim got starving people and wanted to keep it conservative. And Trump was like, nah, boo, you got to go all out. You know, I can see your bulge from here. I can see your package. Stop. And I think we could work something out for the good of both our nations. Because he got a hotel in like Kazakhstan, and I'm not really sure who got Trump money going to Kazakhstan. That's random. It is. That's super random. Yeah. But, you know. Trump. You know, you had a missile called the Typo Dong, and I'm just 
you know, really curious about where that name came from, Kim. It's going to be tremendous for both of us. Yeah, everybody who says that, it's not, though. Transitioning Except for away. that one guy. Got to keep bringing it back to him. Shout out to you. It's not going to be big. It's not that big. It's not going to last that long. It's not going to be that good. No lies. I feel like this is like old business, but I'm just seeing it, so I want to discuss it. Hey, it's new to you. This week in But Why, though. Why? Did she co-opt your shit? I did. I love it. Because why were we forced to defend Kylie Jenner against Nicki Minaj? Because you done come for somebody, baby. What happened? What did I miss? What did I miss? You know, I felt... So let me just bring you up to speed. Yeah, please, please. So Nicki Minaj released her Queen album. and quite unimpressive, by the way. But go, go ahead. Oh, I've not given it any listens. I've heard like three tracks. I've and, been unimpressed by all. You know, she, as most people who release an album, decides like, oh, I'm going on a world tour mm. with my mic in my hand. Yeah. And also Travis Scott. Released an album, and he too is going on a world tour. With a mic in his hand. And a baby, and a baby mama by his side. Uh So, Kylie Jenner posted something somewhere to her followers. It was like, hey, come see Travis and me and Stormy. And then Nikki was like, ooh, she had a whole meltdown. So, around about the time she was talking shit to uh, Safari and helping him secure his bag, she was... Also, like talking shit about that, like, oh, these kids, they only go to your concert so they can see Stormy and it's not fair. And just, mm. I mean, the church folks will put her on the sick and shut in list. And well, she kind of put herself on the sick and shut in list because she has a song <laughs> with Eminem. And I'm just trying to understand when you've seen what Eminem has done to people on their tracks. Why, why, why would you do a song? Why would you do a song with Eminem? I, I just, I don't understand. Like, it's one thing for you to do like your songs and your, you know, whatever, however people judge your talent level or skill level is already as apparent it, as it is under normal circumstances. But then you go and do a, a, a collaborate with Eminem on the track. It's just, it never works out for the person whose song that actually is. Because Eminem's verse is going to be like, Light years ahead of that person's verse. Especially when you're just talking about, come see my pussy, my pussy so great. Exactly. So she was like really like harassing Kylie and this baby to the point where I guess people were like, sis, Kylie, Are you okay? Kylie Jenner did nothing wrong. And that's a, a hard statement to say because she's done so much wrong. Yeah. I'm sure she's doing something wrong right now. We just don't know about it. Right. What she's doing is ending police brutality by sharing a Pepsi with a cop. No, that's the other one. That was, that's not Kylie Jenner. That's, that's the, Kendall. Kendall. That's yeah. bad because I can't tell the difference. With, oh I don't know. God. It's just I just hear it's, it's so many K's. I can't keep up. It's too many Jenners. No, too many K Jenners. No, it's, it's Courtney, Kylie, so Kim. Wait, but they're all sisters. But, they, but they're still related. They're all related. So they're all Courtney part of the same clan. They came I'm from so the confused. same vagina. Yeah, under Chris. Yeah, they all so they all yeah, they all came from the same like yeah. I'm so confused. Yeah. yeah. She not- branded them. She's been branding them since day one. <laughs> yeah. 
Kardashian and Jenner brand babies. She knew I had, a, I had a conversation with somebody days. not long ago, and they were trying to say that basically, like, because uh, I was saying, like, uh, how basically the come up was the tape that Kim did with Ray J. Mm-hmm. That was they they took that and they ran with it and they and they monetized it and then made movements out of that. And it's like, nah, the money came from Rob Kardashian. I was like, no, <laughs> no. I mean, they had money, but the money they got now. No. This is all from everybody watching Kim give a bad blowjob. It was a terrible, it was a lackluster really blowjob. lazy lay. Yeah. Was that was worst. terrible. I mean, truth be told, Ray J was the star of that flick. I would never say that. I mean, I would. <laughs> Unfortunately. You heard that? Ray J's <laughs> penis. Apparently, give him an A for effort. That's... Or give him a B for big dick. <laughs> <laughs> and but then there's that. There is that, but no, Kim was just really like, oh yeah, like uh, it's like a yeah, it was it was a terrible, it was a no, terrible yeah, showing. That, 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 yeah, 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 <laughs> it was terrible. It was like I haven't seen it. You are missing, missing nothing. Yeah, I haven't seen the Paris tape either because I was just. Like, You're definitely not missing anything. Like we knew that she was a lazy. Lady. Don't don't go out of your way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that lazy love. Man. I don't want to do nothing. That's how she fucks. <laughs> I think you should get more, more, more than lyrics. Starfish, just a dead starfish. Just yeah. wow, a dead starfish. It was bad. It's Good. pretty, but it just lays there. <laughs> <laughs> that do something to your spirit. That do something to your spirit right there. Yes, that was, that, was, that was sacrilegious right there. That's what that was. I felt sorry for the penis. <laughs> hey, don't feel sorry for that penis. It's Man. yeah, like bad penis. I do because that is a wet look. That's, that's like a waste. You know what I'm saying? Some wagyu prime rib. You know what I'm saying? To like somebody dog, somebody somebody homeless dog. Yeah, or putting uh-huh. ketchup on it. It was just serve it on a garbage can. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. well, well done with ketchup. Well done with ketchup to the dog. Okay, all these metaphors are all terrible, <laughs> all of them, and I want to transition away from them. I don't know where to go though. I, but good work, Kanye. <laughs> and then you went there. Um, um, shout out to Richard Williams. There were a couple of videos released this past week. Um, because it's the U.S. Open, and Serena is out there twirling in her tutu, and she told y'all, I don't give a fuck what you said about my cat suit, because I already told y'all queens don't repeat fashion, so you have fun with that. And she's out there twirling on these haters. So and Twirling on these haters? Mm-hmm. Yo, that commercial, though? Where they That's like, what I'm about to talk oh, man, about. That, that, so that it was, was great. So Nike has been doing lots of commercials for Serena. And one of the ones they did, it was um, a video that she took with her father when she was mm, young. pretty young. Was I don't know. She young. looked, she might have been like maybe seven. And they imposed his voice over like showing some shots from, you know, when she played in the US Open, like, you know, come in, back up, you know, go to the net. This is you at the U.S. Open. That's how I started, yeah. So there's that one. And then there's another video that was released um, where Venus was doing an interview with um, a white reporter. Oh, yeah. And she's like, you know, 
I'm going to beat her. And he's like, why are you confident? She's like, because I am. And he was like, you answered so quickly. Why are you so confident? Richard Williams came out like, look, she She told you that that she's going to beat her. He, she gave you a confident answer. She's going to be here playing tennis when both of our old asses is dead. So don't question her. Don't make her want to doubt herself. She gave you the answer. Back up. Yeah. I might be paraphrasing the backup part, yeah. but I felt like backup bitch was really Step just off. like understood. Yeah. Now I, I remember seeing that some time ago, whatever. Uh, yeah. He was, cause essentially like it was one of those things like Venus was maybe He 16. said she was 14. 14? Okay. He yeah. said you're dealing with a 14 year old Yeah. Child. Yeah. Okay. So she was super young and it's just okay. Like, okay, this is, she, she's supposed to think that way as a competitor. She's supposed to think that she's going to win. That's what competitors do. Like, even if you like feel like you're outmatched, you're supposed to believe in yourself if nobody else does. So when the woman, I think she thought she was doing good journalism, like, yeah, this is cute. Why is this little, huh? It was a man. It was a guy? Mm-hmm. I can't remember. It was a long time ago. But like, oh. His whiteness was showing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Full out whiteness. Why do you think it's, you're going to win? I mean, but it's okay for you to have that kind of confidence if you're not melanated. And that's kind of what he's saying. It's like, yo, this is a black girl you're dealing with. Like, mm-hmm. like the father went down the whole line and, and gave her everything that he needed to, gave, gave everything that he needed to give on that matter. It's like, you, you're not going to do that to my child. You're not going to do that and cause her to doubt herself. You know, her answer was her answer. That's good enough. She answered you what she answered you. Move on, basically. So, to both of those, I found both of those videos to just be. Mackie actually aired that? No. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Okay. No, because, um, you know. I thought that'd be like a little. Did you fall down a YouTube rabbit hole? No, I fell down an Instagram rabbit hole, which is, mm-hmm. I don't know, probably worse. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> the videos are shorter, so you can like fall deeper. Um, that's what he said, but no, the, um, they haven't been doing a lot of like Nike commercials for Venus because you know, Venus is, I I adore Venus. She's like kind and she's the, the friend everybody likes, but Serena's the beast. And so even when they were playing, even when they were playing, it's like, um, okay. So I feel like I have to give some, like some, some context to that though. To what? To the whole Venus thing. Like, like one, she's like one. The fact that she's actually playing at thirty-eight, one, is commendable. But two, she's playing with an autoimmune deficiency. Like so I think you disease. misunderstood what no, I was saying. No, she's playing with Jorgen's disease. Because I'm not taking anything at okay. all away from Venus. Okay, no, I'm not saying you were. I'm just saying, but I just, I just kind of feel like. Because to be clear, even though she was, even though she lost against Serena, she was ranked 16th. Yeah, in the US Serena Open. was 17th. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you know, taking nothing away from Venus, it just sucks that. Yeah. She had to pay, play Serena as early as she did yeah. because the U.S. Open officials are on that bullshit. Yeah, yeah. But what I, what I was gonna say though is I, I I like to point out though, and I, and again, this wasn't directed at you to be clear, but I like to point out that steel sharpens steel, and I believe that these two have achieved the level of greatness that they have gotten is because they played each other as kids. They already played the best player in the world when they were growing up as children. Playing, yeah. Each and other. It's always super awkward watching them play because. You know, when you watch Serena play, they don't hold back. No, she, you know, while she's waiting at the net, she's like staring at her opponent. Yeah. And when she and Venus play, you know, she she turns around or Venus like looks down, and there's not a lot of eye contact. I think they said that they hadn't had any contact at all before the match. Um, so yeah, like you said, still sharp and steel. I mean, Venus is amazing, but when you see her play with against Serena, especially like you know when you're playing any sport, you or just in life, 
just mm-hmm. in life. You could just have a bad day. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if you just happen to have a bad day and you're you're facing Serena Williams, it's it just it's you. magnified and it looks like mm-hmm. a worse day than if you up facing me on the tennis court. Yeah. Um so I think that was just That's what makes golf and tennis so amazing. Because it's like you can't afford to like be off. And golf, you have to be on four days in a row. But like tennis is like, yo, and it's like it's just like endurance because you oh, I just played yesterday. So what? <laughs> you better jump back on it because you got to play Venus Williams and like you know she still got that ground game at thirty eight years old. But mm-hmm. I think the worst thing for Venus is that like I don't know if you guys remember, but but when they were young and they were doing these interviews um, when Venus was young, basically the industry was looking at her as like the best, the second coming. Yeah, yeah. And this is but Serena wasn't even on the radar yet. Serena was kind of like just in the background when they were shooting videos about Venus Mm -hmm. and like when Serena came onto the scene, it's like to be a world-class player like Venus is to be one of the greatest players in tennis history as Venus is, but your little sister is the greatest player. Well, they didn't look at her like that. Just they, they didn't at at that time. Cause I remember having, um, uh, a disagreement. A lot of shine. She was, yeah. uh, but I remember having a disagreement with my stepfather, and this is like probably like '05, maybe earlier than that. But I remember at that time they were still saying that Venus was better, and I remember sitting at the kitchen table with my stepfather, like, "Yo, like Serena's better." No, like, nah, they say that Venus is better. But Richard Williams always says Serena. Yeah, was he, the did. he did. And I was, he did. He is always. That's what I said. I think the problem with Serena was she just went through a patch where it was like, I want to do fashion. I want to do this. I want to do that. that I'm after. not going well, to. That was after. I'm not though. going to like. Yeah, that was after though. That was because like you know I think I think she. That was. I see what you're saying, but I think that I felt like she also had that face at like in between. So in the beginning, I think. I think they don't like Serena because she done dated a rapper. <laughs> Real talk. I, I, I just Serena's think that I, also I, I, super black. That's, she that's might be married I think, to a right. white man, I, but I, I, think, right. super black. I think Venus is more approachable in in their minds or whatever. And like like, but at the end of the day, let, let's not forget, Venus turned the game upside down literally because now like female tennis players get the same as male tennis players in the sport. They get equal pay, and that's because Venus put in a lot of that work. So she started something like that. A lot of people don't really know that she did or whatever so like you know everybody's getting the same pay because you know at the t- at u.s open back in the day the men could get a check for a cool two million where the women might get a check for winning for like two hundred fifty thousand. so and they it, earlier in their careers like there was so there was a brief time when venus was pro and serena was not when serena went pro serena did have a bit of a hump to get over when she played venus and i think that yeah. may have been mm-hmm. what you know what qualified, and she was older. They're like, oh, yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. they were they, they were trying to differentiate. Like, well, Serena's just powerful and blah blah blah. But like Venus is this, that, and the third. And I remember I had watched them play. I didn't watch tennis actively until they started playing. Mm-hmm. So I watched both of them. I was like, Serena's better. That was just my interpretation of it, and that's the argument that I was having when I, the disagreement I was having with my stepfather. Yeah. And so, well, the, the experts say like the experts say a lot of things. They yeah. they you know, I ain't like I watched both of them play. Besides, the father says this rain is better. I'm gonna go. The point I was trying to make is that even if you are better skilled, if you don't have the same commitment, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And Serena is just like she's more. She's a more powerful player. She has a her her serve serve since she went pro. Ridiculous. I think serve has been ridiculous. I still think I could be wrong, 
Well, I think Venus still might have the record for fastest serve on, on in women's history. Uh, we have to. I don't know. Yeah, because I think I think Venus got up to like one twenty eight, one thirty. I don't know if I don't know if Serena bested that yet. I don't know. If she did, she might have bested by one or two miles per hour. But uh, for a I while, would, uh, Venus had that. What I would like to see is like the stats on like how many aces. Oh you yeah, know, have been both of them are nasty with the that. Course, you know, over yeah. their careers. Yeah, both of them are nasty with the ace game. Serena that, is like I feel like Sabine Lasicki has the fastest. Oh wow! So they tennis. both gotten they both gotten bested. Okay, one hundred and thirty one miles per hour. Okay, Jesus H. Christmas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that is that a list? Can you say say who the others are on the list? What their rankings are? This is men, women. Sabine Lasicki, uh, Venus Williams, one twenty nine. Serena Williams, one twenty eight point six. Yeah, and then some some German chick. Nobody yeah. cares. About. Can you can you pull up some stats on like <laughs> on number, number of aces? Like we're gonna aces. get around to what I was saying. That's what we're gonna do. I, this is just a curiosity. I was no, saying, I'm not mad at you. I don't track tennis stats. That's not something that I do. Yeah, like, I, 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 I sometimes stats. I, I sometimes keep weird stats in my head. I don't know why I do that. It's not intentional. A lot of times, it's just they just get in there. It's kind of like the plekka keka cat. It's just after a while, once it's in there, it's just it's in there. Oh, you mean like musical genius? Sometimes that sticks in here. Sometimes, bro. Sometimes it's difficult to shake. Like the, the amount of lyrics I have in my head that are not my own is is actually scary. The this is from 2017, but Carolina Carolina Pliskova is number one with 452 aces. Aces Ooh. served. Aces. Aces. <laughs> I don't even. What is it? No, those are fresh sneakers that got like. Let's see. Lisp. Is that just for the just for two thousand seventeen though? Is that for that 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 year or that can't be total? I'm sorry, it's so much stress. I didn't have to do this. We, we appreciate it. That's why this is why we trying to still get a fact checker, man. I'm gonna get an intern. That's what's gonna happen. Yeah, we need a. I'm gonna get an intern. Like no, 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 nobody, nobody wants to actually like you know, do this work except for Takia and me on occasion. <laughs> so I'm gonna get an intern. That's what's gonna happen. We appreciate your service. Thank you for your service. Uh, we salute you. Well, Taki yeah. is uh, editing videos now. Is it? No, no, that's still me. No, <laughs> that's still me. I was confused. No, no, that's still. Me. No, she, she, she's definitely quick on on the on the Google. I, th- oh I, I think, God. I think she's been, you know, hanging around my brother, and uh, like that. That Batman camera be on. We the kick Google. it sometimes. Yeah, he'd be on the Google before you can even finish your statement. Like, damn, okay, cousin. Yeah. Google's our friend. Yeah. Google, Google's well, you know, Google's results are rigged. I don't know if y'all were aware of that. They're they're rigged. I t- I've been saying this, ho. <laughs> you were supposed to start with Slim. <laughs> you back to that? Mm-hmm. Okay. No, actually, I so my friend just texted me and said she just gave her first hand job and that it's a lost art. And so I'm sorry, but <laughs> my response was I didn't say in this ho. Yeah, no, nah, I'm still I'm still like nah. I still feel like hand jobs just no nah, no nah, unless 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 mouth game is coming with the hand job I'm just like nah I mean, then you have not had a good hand job I mean the I'm only hand sure job I'm that's ever been good, a good hand job I'm is the one that I've given a... myself you, you have, to be, <laughs> that, that, you that, have to be into it you can't be like this where do you look 
In the spirit of limited. <laughs> did you just say where do you look? I did. That's no problem. Do you like look someone in the eye? Do you look that? Do you look at the balls? Do you watch TV? Are you reading a book? Where, you where definitely you? don't watch TV or read a book. Of the choices that you gave, let's immediately know. cross those two. I feel like looking at somebody. What if it's a book? What if it's a book on giving handjobs? Oh, if it's like an instructional, like a manual. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Then that would be acceptable. Like yeah, do you do you, do, you, do you hand like, to the stranger? Okay, so you cup the three hand to the stranger. So, gentlemen, <laughs> where do you want a woman looking when she's giving you a hand job? I prefer a woman to look me intensely in my eyes at yeah. all times. Don't be like, ashamed. Don't be bashful. Don't blink. Yeah. <laughs> don't be bashful. Blink at all. Just look me right in the eyes. Why are we assuming their eyes are open? Where am I looking? Because I hold them open. Am I looking up at the sky like Stevie Wonder? If you really love It's a hand job in the sky. This is how we get off this is how we get off base. I don't understand how this uh, when you how does happen. I, just, I think you look in all the same places you do when you're having sex. Cup the ball. I don't I don't, I don't think how so. any of this happens. Hand job in the sky. I'm just well, I don't want to learn how to give a good hand job. I think life has been okay without that skill. <laughs> I mean, I've not suffered. Nobody's spirit. like, oh, I was gonna marry you, but you don't give hand jobs. Like, nah. In the spirit of lemonade, niggas always be that, on that. That really has not happened to you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll simply say, if, if the only thing I'm gonna leave with is a hand job, I'll, I'll take the hand job. If, if that's the only outcome that I could hope for in the situation. <laughs> Some time ago, I was actually offered a hand job. This is like a long time ago. I was like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm all right. That's like, okay. I'm, the only I'm, thing I'm, on the I, menu? What I'm not I'm in full. is college. I'm, 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 I, I've graduated from that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, we're better than, we're both better than this. Still her Exactly. No, are we? It's still not my hand. Uh, yeah. Why are we doing, why are we using a hand job? Is that, is the hand job, what is, what is it, what is it, is, is it more than 30 seconds? Is the hand job an intermediary yes. step? It's going to be more than 30 seconds. Tell me, no, no if, I get if what you said. Like, is it like a warm up? Is a, is a hand job a warm up to insert somewhere else? That, that's I'm fine, but if we just doing a hand job just to like, I'm just supposed to look at you. What am I doing during the hand job? What am I doing? So you and Taki in the Enjoying same camp. The She's in a where do you look camp. You're in no. a what do I do? Why is happening camp? Use your imagination. I don't know. Now I got I skeet all over my hands. What the fuck? Yeah, you will. Or, or the pre cum. You will yeah, have yeah. skeet. All, all over, over your hands. hands. Yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I, I, I fundamentally disagree. I feel Not like if you pointed away from me. Nah, he got skied all on about? his face. Because I'm giving it back to him. It's yours. I mean. <laughs> nah, you earned it. Take that. No. Take that. Take that. So, Takiya is anti hand job. Lee is anti hand job. Uh, Chrissy is firmly. <laughs> um, I think it's a lost art. Yes. And I am. Uh, what, who, who perfected the art? Like you, whatever you, whatever you do with the hand job is not going to be better than what I've I've learned since puberty. It's just I like know. I don't know about that. I, I don't want to make that assumption. The ha- right. Use your you hand. Underestimate the hand job. Okay. <laughs> also, don't ask me for one because then we got to have a conversation like this one. Why did, Why would I give you a hand job? There's all these other places. Where do I look? What do I do? How do I know when we're done? Is this just a start? Is this to completion? How am I supposed to do this? Is this a one-time deal? Now, I, is this just for your birthday? Is, is this, it just is for it, Christmas? Is, is this a do dry I have to hand? Do this is this a wet hand? Oh no, it can't be a dry hand. Well, well, some hey, like like it might like sometimes some people's hands are more are softer than others. 
some people like like you know like what type of like is there, is there a type of what type of lubrication they're using? Too like too luby is like you know could be problematic as well. Too, like, luby. too luby. That's a t- <laughs> <laughs> too much lube. Too luby. <laughs> hey man, you said sacrilegious. So let's let, let's calm down. Sacrilegious. Why are we using lube? My whole point is there, 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 there's so many variables there's, when we can there, there's 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 ample because like, you don't want to start a goddamn forest fire. Yeah, yeah. There, 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 there's ample like lubrication elsewhere that is created naturally <laughs> you can't see this, folks. in other orifices. That's all I'm saying. I'm not. I, it's not. Look, I I am not great at it. I'm not even good at it. I'm not at even what? mediocre at tell it. Me, at handjobs. If that was something you felt you should be good at, you would have tried though. I right? would have. That's but it's all not I'm a saying. thing I give a shit about. That's, that's all I'm saying. Like I just I give no you know fucks saying? about a hand job. I will say I'll, I'll, if somebody's I'll like, oh, can you run? What? I would be surprised if no. the you're not interested in it. Hand job. Generally speaking, like you don't work if, up for a hand yeah, job. If there's a hand job, you're assuming that there's more to come. Giggity. You Everybody's got a fetish, and I assuming. promise you, there is somebody for whom hand jobs is a deal breaker. Thank God he did not put a ring on my finger. Yeah. Even though I, I'm sure you would not have, because well, he would have been be, very disappointed. The ring would be covered in. Cream. It would exactly. Oh, That's the problem. If you like this shit, just get your ring on. Okay. Oh 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 oh! <laughs> really? Speaking of completions, we are done for the day. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know how to get through. We're gonna do something you wouldn't do if you were giving a hand job and wrap this up. So logging off today is me, T Rich. To my left. Uh, S double, who believes you should not wear condoms for a hand job. That's just, now you're just too ridiculous. Hey, there's an S for every seat across from me <laughs> is. Da Vinci Parks, aka Lee Bennett the third. And logging off live from somewhere is. K Savage, but I don't know. That condom thing, that might be interesting. Look at what the I hand job. Look at God. All right, we are going to get out of here. Uh, Make sure to share this with your friends and, you know, listen not loudly at work because the bitches get raunchy sometimes. Um, But yes, you can find us the places that you find your podcast. And we will be back next week. In the meantime, make sure to love yourselves and love each other. Stay well, stay well. You know, I've always (laughs) been attracted to Kim, I've always been drawn to him and. I gotta say, if he wasn't a North Korean dictator, I'd probably be dating him. <laughs> <laughs>